the yin practice is a nice complementary practice to our yang lifestyle and our yang practice. Most of us do some more vinyasa flow than the yin practice. But ideally, we have a balance of both energies in our lives. So the yin is more feminine, more receptive, um, the lunar quality. And the yang refers to more active, striving, you could say, um, masculine energy. And from a physical point of view, there's aspects of the body that are more yin, like the connective tissue, and aspects that are more yang, like the muscles. So we go quite deep in the yin practice. And connective tissue takes on many different forms within the body. It's a tissue that holds the bones together and holds muscles to bones, and it holds the internal organs in place and the web that forms and connects all aspects of our human body. And the, the body has its own um, intelligence, its own memory. So the yin practice actually becomes a practice of listening. And it's very emphasized the importance of listening at this time and, and kind of going within. And the yin practice invites us, gives us space to go in to remember um, our thoughts, our past experiences, to, to have experiences of them. Um, from the yogic perspective, you could say to bring them to conclusion, to bring them to fruition. Um, some people say that the nadis, the meridians, are the energy channels in our body, um, are the channels in which, through, um, in which the energy flows in our body, are the connective tissues themselves. They're located inside that tissue. And as we grow older, it shrinks, dries up, and becomes tight. So the yin practice keeps it juicy, keeps us young, keeps us thriving. Um, it's a meditative practice of reconnection and surrender. So we'll chant the Lokasamasta Mantra. And it's quite nice to kind of lift ourselves up from challenges we're experiencing, the grounding sound of Om. Always bring the hands to me. through our 
distractions in the world, a little more happiness and freedom for all beings, twice more together. start in a constructive rest shape. So laying on the back with the knees bent, soles of the feet to the earth. Our bodies are all different and so with, throughout the practice that remains true. It might be comfortable to have the knees directly up or you might prefer to knock the knees slightly in and they rest on each other. And just cross the arms across the body so that the elbows point skyward. And let yourself settle here. Yoga is a meditative practice of reconnection and surrender. When events occur in our lives that are beyond the normal human experience, we often see no choice but to disconnect. We disconnect from society, from our family, from our body, from our own heart. Yin yoga is a way to begin to reconnect. First we reconnect with our body, accepting ourselves as we are. It's kind of the first step, allowing ourselves to be in the posture just as we are. It's a way of acknowledging our body and our body's wisdom. And by taking the time to sit down quietly and listen to our body, we can connect. In the quiet of the yin yoga postures, we can create space. And this particular sequence was designed to open our hearts and our shoulders. And the meridians that we'll mainly work with are for the heart long and small intestines. And just a reminder here at the onset that anything I offer is a suggestion. We all have different bodies. So if at any time you feel a numbness or a tingling or a pain, feel welcome to slowly come out of the pose and back off. You can wave or leave a chat and we'll find a solution.
and throughout the, the class, you can use props as much as needed to get yourself into a place of comfort, trust, and stillness so that the nervous system can relax and benefit greatly. Go ahead and just notice which arm is on top and really gently, slowly, easefully switch the arms. Moving slowly, mindfully, and bring ourselves up to seated to set up for reclining butterfly. And you can use whatever props best assist some opening for you. If you have a block, you could use a block at high, middle, low setting underneath the backs of the ribs with soles of feet together, knees to the side. The head can fall to pillows. Maybe rather than a block, you're using stack of pillows or blankets underneath the chest to create that opening where there's some edge and space, the palms facing skyward. It's just a receptivity. If there's tightness in the legs, Bringing blankets or pillows underneath the outer thighs might be helpful. So again, a welcome invitation to use props to bring a sense of support. If the hips are really tight, you could even extend the legs long. Just using the props to open the chest. The heart higher than the head here. 
And this shape is a wonderful shape for opening the upper body, but also the hips. If comfortable, let your eyes close here. And feel the breathing all the way up into the chest. Feel the breath move into the belly. Feel the breath move all the way down into the pelvis and the back of the heart. And let your breath fill wherever it is most needed. So that we relax muscular tension, allowing the body to rest and fully relax. task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it.
please gently bring your hands outside the thighs and rather than using the muscles of the inner thigh use the strength of the arm to draw the feet knees together Easefully extend one leg at a time to the earth. Be aware of the props that you're on. Of course, a pillow is much softer than a block. Be mindful as you roll yourself gently to the left side, our yin side. And remove the props out of the way. And just for a minute, we'll come to lay on the back. You can extend the legs long. One minute of Shavasana to digest, to assimilate the work that occurred internally in that first asana. ourselves to hands and knees again just for a brief moment we'll practice some cat cows come up to hands and knees to neutralize between the postures and warm up the spine on the inhale arching the back lifting crown and tail and on the exhale moving the space the spine skyward move slowly Move with breath, inhale to open, fill the breath, and exhale to close. You could even circle the hips if the body calls for it. It's a beautiful way to warm up the spine and to notice if our tendency is to rush. Could the movement and the breath link? You don't jerk into place and then hold. But as the breath flows, the spine moves. And from here, we'll re release the seat back to come into a child's pose. But I invite you to lift the arms up. So it could be on a bolster or pillows or stack of pillows. But the arms are elevated above the head. If you have blocks, you could use blocks underneath the arm. And our shoulders all have different capacities. So you find in yin, it's always a place of support married with some edge how high you'd like to stack the arm, letting the forehead meet the earth. If child seat is an uncomfortable position, 
You can always bring a blanket or a pillow between the calves and the thighs for a little more support. And you can even let the knees come wide, which brings the chest even further down towards the earth. The arms elevated, nice stretch in the shoulders. Breathe and surrender. I teach in the style of my teacher where the props are completely dependent on your body, how it feels. I'll give some suggestions and you make it your own. And also in his style of teaching, I'll share some poetic imagery. And for today, most of that poetic imagery is coming from Rumi. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty of what you love be what you do. There are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty of what you love be what you do. thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again. There are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again.
from here slowly and mindfully we'll move in directly into a shape called anahatasan, the melting heart. It's called that because it's generally stretching the chest, benefits the heart and lung meridians. So simply shift up onto all fours and you'll remove any of the props that you were using. And then as the name suggests, melting heart, the arms walk forward, keeping the hips right above the knee. And we find the place of stretch that feels manageable for us. Maybe the forehead comes to the floor, maybe the chin. Anahatasin, melting heart. If you feel any stress in the shoulders or tingling, you can just back off by moving the hips a bit back. Taking responsibility of others means to be selfless. We have to put aside even our own well-being and desires as secondary and think primarily of what's best for the persons who are looking up to us. It's a beautiful project to remember that we all are leaders to one extent or another, each of us. We all have our sphere of influence. And the greater the sphere of influence, the greater our responsibility becomes. Rumi suggests stop acting so small. Stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. You were born with wings. Why prefer to crawl through life? You were born with wings. I prefer to crawl through life.
please come gently to rest on your back. A minute of digestion and assimilation. Mindfully bringing yourself upright. I'm going to come into a subscapular release next. For this, a block is helpful. If you don't have a block, a similar shaped book, brick object could stand in its place. You're going to fold the block up into the mat to get a little bit of softness and come to lay. We'll start on the left side first. Come to lay with the left side placing the side at the trigger point just below the armpit. So if you can get a book or something with some hardness, that will be quite nice. <clears throat> And you can feel, when you get that point on the edge of the block, there's a sensation when you hit the right point, so you can experiment. And then let your head rest in the hand, and the other arm can relax, knees can be slightly bent. If you have sensitivity in the hips, you might even bring a blanket underneath your hip. When you hit that point, you can feel it. This is the meridian of the heart and the lung. And as you rest your head into your hand, begin to surrender. And breathe into the sensation. This is a four-minute hold. And just breathe into the sensation. If you're irritated by every rub, how will your mirror become polished?
you are irritated by every rub? How will your mirror be polished? Notice where you're resisting and see if you could invite some more surrender. And don't be satisfied with stories, how things have gone with others. Unfold your own myth. satisfied with stories, how things have gone with others, unfold your own myth. This one is quite deep. Bring the right hand to the earth to lift up and unfold the mat for a moment, coming to hands and knees, and ever so slowly, mindfully, inhale, opening across the chest, the cow shape, exhaling, lifting the spine, pressing the earth away, the cat shape, breathing deep. And letting the breath guide the movement. Perhaps you circle the hips or the chest. Neutralizing between sides of that subscapular release. And we'll set up for the second side again and roll the block or the book or whatever prop you have available into the mat. Give a bit of softness and this time we'll lay on the right side. Elbow goes beyond the mat so that the prop is right into the armpit. Just below the armpit you'll find that sweet spot, knees can be softly bent and again if there's sensitivity under the hips, the blanket there, letting your head rest in your hand.
Humans have climbed 30,000 feet to the top of Mount Everest, the highest place on Earth. They've descended 35,800 feet, 35,800 feet to the deepest place on Earth, the bottom of Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean. They've journeyed into the infinite void of outer space and sent a space probe to fly by Pluto and its moons. In our personal life, we also continually try to push back our frontiers. But there remains always one frontier so close to us that we rarely think to cross far beyond it. When we look for new experiences, we're in the habit of reaching out into the world. But few ever turn in the opposite direction to explore the vast territory within them. Thus, when we travel to another city or country, we rarely venture far from where we truly are, our familiar state of being. Whenever we see and hear and smell, we interpret through our existing perspective. If we're troubled by something, we take our troubles with us. In the end, wherever we go, we only encounter ourselves. Our greatest journeys are therefore not physical, but those that occur within us. As when we experience a profound shift in perception or when some of the limits of our ordinary perception fall away. Thus the real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes but in having new eyes. The real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes but in having new eyes. Exploring another country or lifestyle is valuable only when it leads to some inner enlargement. The real aim of any voyage is to look more deeply at ourselves. The real aim of any voyage is to look more deeply at ourselves. Once again, moving ever so mindfully, you can unroll your mat, remove whatever prop you used, 
come to the hands and the knees gently, purposefully. And about 10 breaths, we move through the cat-cow. Not a rush, not a race. The breath in, expansive and opening. And breath out, just as expansive in the other direction. Finding new depth and boundaries to our breath and our spine. And then please softly and mindfully make your way onto your back. Just one minute there to digest, assimilate and absorb. so gently please roll over onto the belly and we'll lift up for sphinx laying on the belly you might come up to your elbows resting the elbows under the shoulders you might like some more intensity Bring your props underneath the forearms, blocks, bolsters, cushions, coming higher. You might prefer to lift into a seal, hands on the props or arms simply extended on the earth. Your choice, the sphinx, the forearms on the earth or the seal, the arms extended either way. The pressure down into the earth lifts as the surrender allows some expansion. The eyes can remain soft or even shut. Relax the legs and the buttocks. Relax your face and see if you could keep, even with eyes closed, the inner gaze ahead rather than down. So you're not bringing tension into the neck. And if it's too intense, you always are welcome to back off a bit. And we forget safety. 
live where you fear to live. Destroy your reputation and become notorious. Forget safety. Live where you fear to live. Destroy your reputation and become notorious. Gently release down onto your belly. You can bend the elbows, making a stack of the hands, and rest your left cheek on your hands. We're going to come right away into Spider Man. So the right knee will lift out to the right side. Ideally, right knee in line with the hip and the ankle in line with the knee. And the head resting, left cheek onto the hands. This one is called Spider-Man. One of our superhero poses. Breathe deep. And allow deep release into the groin. It's one of my favorite shapes. Perhaps you can find some 
sweet surrender. The most dramatic shift in our own perception occurs when we lift the veils and have vision of truth. And then we know that we are in all that exists. Jnana Yoga aims at this direct perception. I'm thinking of heroes, I always think of Hanuman. What allows Hanuman to have complete vision is his faith, Shraddha. His faith is the origin of five essential levels of spiritual practice. So you could say Hanuman is the manifestation of faith that gives us strength. Which transforms our memory and leads us to yoga, realization, wisdom, bliss, happiness. on the devotional path faith is born out of love and love also grows from faith we know that we're onto something real important even if we often forget there's an underlying intuitive sense of the preciousness the inner source of our faith and the sense that We are no other than emanations of the infinite grace of that source. We have a deep love and respect for the means, the knowledge, the practices that remove the obstacles into a full blossoming of our true nature. slowly and mindfully from the spider-man we're gonna come back into sphinx and you're welcome to repeat another round as you did the first time or perhaps you're ready now for a bit more compression and the arms extend you can determine how deep the stretch comes with how close or far your hands are from you. You can walk them further forward or closer in. And wherever you are, be sure to allow the buttocks to relax. The legs to relax. The face and eyes soft and relaxed. Breath deep.
falling for our stressful thoughts, invite witness consciousness. So we witness the mind. And as a result, become less vulnerable to distraction. Instead, able to come back to our core again and again, come back to surrender again and again. And with that, we come to taste states of meditative absorption. And just coming back again and again. Inviting the mind to become settled and unperturbed. A soft exhale once again, release onto your belly. Make a cushion of the hands, and this time bring the right cheek to rest. And you'll bend the left knee to the left side, coming to Spider Man on the second side. Ideally, knee to the height of the hip, and foot the same distance from your leg as the knee. groin releasing and enjoy this pose of sweet surrender. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows, violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. 
He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thoughts, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thoughts, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Please moving mindfully, make your way onto your back, allowing for a minute to digest, absorb, and assimilate.
come up to seated once again. And we'll set up for a saddle. You might start sitting on the heels or sitting between the heels. And we're coming to recline. So you might find in your body that reclining happens quite easily. Or you might use a block underneath the seat and a whole stack of cushions and pillows and support to recline with some more support. And you can keep building it up, grab every towel <laughs> that you have in your house to lift a high stack as needed to support you. You might be sitting directly on your feet or with the feet apart or with a block between your feet. Coming to recline in a way that feels supported with an edge where you are for saddle. The arms, if possible, out to the sides facing up. Or for more extremity, could extend the arms overhead or even interlace the hands and turning the palms away, stretch the arms overhead. Finding your place of resistance with the ability to breathe deep. shy to use as many props as needed. If it's too much pressure on the knees, you can do one at a time. So you're either sitting on your feet and leaning back or sitting between your feet and leaning back. And if it's too much, you can have one leg forward and try that way. And halfway through, I'll give a notice that if you chose to do one leg, you could lift up and switch to the other side. Letting go gives us freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. Letting go gives us freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free.
you're in the half variation, now is a good time to exchange sides mindfully and easefully. People usually consider walking on water or in thin air as a miracle. But I think the real miracle is not to walk either on water or in thin air, but to walk on earth. Every day we're engaged in a miracle which we don't even recognize. blue sky, white clouds, green leaves, black curious eyes of a child, our own two eyes, all is a miracle. Please, moving softly and mindfully, come to rest on your back. Please hug the knees into the chest and following breath, roll around on the back to release any tension in the back. Could lift the forehead to the knees, release the shoulders and the neck. 
Just allowing a moment of neutralizing, giving some sparks to the spine, biggest energy channel in the body as you roll around. Inhaling deeply. You can exhale through an open mouth. movement to settle with the knees bent close into the chest stretch your right arm out to the right side and let your knees fall over to the left side you might place a block or a pillow between between the knees or even underneath if it's straining the back let your head turn over to the right. If it's comfortable, close the eyes. Breathing deeply into the twist, in the lower back, in the kidneys. back to the middle, allow a few breaths to roll back and forth, 
neutralizing softly and then extending the left arm out to the left the knees close in the knees fall to the right again you might use some props between the knees or underneath the knees and breathing deep into the lower back, the kidneys, flushing, reoxygenating. duty as spiritual warriors is not to engage in conventional and physical warfare, but to attack the violence by waging peace and compassion. Yes, we are called to war and each day we have to determine what we have done on the battlefield. Did we act as cowards by hiding and allowing others to fight in the battle? Do we stand by and watch millions, even billions, get wounded and meet total devastation? The spiritual warriors' ranks are increasing, but not fast enough. Let us increase our influence on this planet. Using the breath legs once more to the center and allow a moment of any movement 
that feels refreshing, perhaps rocking forward and back, side to side, gently. And then please bring yourself to your most comfortable position for final relaxation. Resting on the back, maybe with the legs up the corner of your bed or pillows under the knees to support the lower back. Arms resting with palms facing up. Eyes closed. Big in a big inhale. Exhale out the mouth. Allow your body to rest and absorb the practice. If God invited you to a party and said, everyone, in the ballroom tonight will be my special guest. How would you then treat them when you arrived? Indeed. Indeed. And I know there is no one in this world who is not upon his jeweled dance floor. upon his jeweled dance floor.
deep in breathing. Begin to bring yourselves gently back into the room. As you're ready, make your way to a comfortable seated position. eyes soft and closed, the hands rest where they're comfortable, in the lap or on the legs, simply observing natural movement of the breath as it passes in and as it leaves. Any mantra that's dear to your practice, feel welcome to attach that mantra to the breath. For example, as you breathe in, silently sound the word let. As you breathe out, go.
don't set out to save the world. We set out to wonder how other people are doing and to reflect on how our actions are affecting the hearts of others. much for the opportunity to share and be together in this deep practice. I've been feeling very scattered and fragmented and having a hard time concentrating and for me at least that was a very deep practice of meditation and I think that's what the practice of yin lends itself to that we can actually go it within find some stillness so I hope that you're feeling a sense of groundedness as well. If you have any questions or anything you want to chat about, happy to have that forum. And I hope to be with you again very soon. As always, if you're able to donate, you can do that 